Hey everyone, and welcome back to Cold Coffee. Woo! I love it when you do the woohoo. My name is Kristen Hewitt, back with you again for episode seven with the loveliness Tova Lee. How are you today, Toba? I am really, really good. Sorry, I have to ask though. Can you tell I'm not wearing a bra? Because I'm not wearing. I can't because the shot is only uh, from above your your breast area, so I can't. Okay, that's see that. lucky. That's lucky. Uh, no, I I usually I have to wear a bra. This is the thing. You see, like I have to wear a bra, but I'm not wearing a bra today because um, I went pole dancing this morning. <laughs> this is you know, such a bizarre as, conversation. As you do, you know. So I went pole dancing this morning, and then I went swimming in a pond. What? In your <laughs> exactly. clothes? No, I brought like a swimsuit with me, but then when I wanted to change back, I only had the sports bra. But you know like how sports bras are quite difficult to put on and when you're a bit like wet and sticky, like I couldn't wear it basically. I couldn't get into my sports bra. So I had to just like walk to the car with this white t-shirt without a bra, I know. It was quite a sight. Has Mike seen you? So Mike, Mike doesn't notice these things, which I know I should really get offended, but does Bob notice these things? Like if you walk in with a white t-shirt and no bra, would he say something? Well, yeah, only because I had surgery, what, four to five weeks ago? And, you know, you can't be um, physical with your yeah. spouse. So he would probably notice at this point oh, of his drought. But yeah, oh, I, I get it. <laughs> no, so Mike didn't notice, but um, my daughter ran to me like when I came in and she hugged me and like my she squashed my boobs. Uh, it's not good, you know. <laughs> so I'm an I'm a very small chested woman, so I don't understand, you know, the, the, the yeah. problems that you deal with. So I wouldn't understand what that feels like. I love how this conversation is about my breast. <laughs> I know that is not what this show is about. So hello, everyone. Thank you once again for tuning in to season two, episode seven. Um, yes, we appreciate you being here. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. We appreciate you. And we um, we love hearing from you on our Facebook page, Cold Coffee Show. But I have to tell you, Tova, that, you know, the Today Show reshared my piece from last summer where I wrote that I was doing nothing with my kids this summer. And oh, wow. it's going viral again. Well, semi-viral, right? It's on the Today Show. It's been shared a ton. It's on what Love What Matters. And, um, you know, a lot of people are writing to me, oh, you know, try, I'll, let's see where she is in a month. She's never going to do this. And I'm like, hey, I survived last summer. But the problem is this summer, it's not going yeah. so well. No. No. No, they, um, you know, with me recovering, I still can't walk like far distances. So we can't go to a mall or we can't go to like an arcade or a theme park yet because we had planned to go to Orlando and do some theme parks. And with my daughter's broken arm, she can't swim and it's 100 degrees here today wow. and she can't be outside for more than a couple of minutes without it getting all sweaty inside her cast. So we've really been limited in what we can do and they're driving me crazy and we're only on week, week we're on week three now. Wow. So I, I looked at camps, but most of them are full. And the ones that are available just for like a week camp, um, you know, it's water, sports, or gymnastics. And Emmy can't do that with her broken arm. Yeah. So I've just got to suck it up for another week. But they've been driving me nuts this week. Wait, so how many weeks of summer are left now for you guys? Uh, I've, I've, how long is summer? Eight or nine weeks? Wow. Oh, Six my God. Six or seven God. more weeks. Yeah. Wow. That's long. I don't think they get that long here in the UK. I think it's like six weeks here. Wow. That they is out, very long. They got out June 6th and they go back end of August. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's much longer than us. Yeah. Like, yeah. Load. Yeah. Mm. Well, good luck. Like that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. I need it. I need it. And my um, babysitter yeah. is out of town next week, so I won't get any break next week. So cold coffee fans, please say a prayer for me because I, uh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling this summer. I'm looking for things to do. If you have ideas for things to do in the air conditioning that don't require a lot of walking, please let me know. I'm taking suggestions. The thing is like, even if you get an activity, like let's face it, it's good for like maybe an hour, you know, like you still have the rest of the day. How many films have how many movies have they watched? Like, oh, not honest. that many. <laughs> no? You know what? Well, that's okay. So that's kind of what we're talking about today. So let's get into it because I want to tell you okay. about one thing we're doing. So today we had the idea. Tova has this um, group on Facebook called Tova Talk, and there's like ten thousand people in there, and it's a really good Facebook group. If you're like, if you want to join a Facebook group and be entertained, I highly recommend Tova Talk. <laughs> I'm a lurker in your group. I don't often comment, but I started commenting more this week because some of the topics are really good. So today... Yeah, there's some really good topics this week. It's true. Yeah. So today I wanted to do a show about this one parenting topic, but we decided to make today's show all about different parenting topics we're going to debate in the Tova Talk group. So the first one I wanted to talk to you about was chores. So that's just one of the things we're doing this summer. I saw a Facebook post where a woman was advertising a course you can buy for $29.99 to teach your kids how to do chores. So I was just so (laughs) mad. Like, you know how last week you were ranting about you hate when people talk about being relatable? I hate Facebook courses. I hate it. Like, everyone has a Facebook course for anything you could ever want, right? Learn how to organize your closet. You know, learn how to make Facebook ads that'll sell. Learn how to teach your kids to do chores. So I wrote in a snarky post, here's a hot tip, make a chore chart, tell your kids to do chores. If they don't do chores, they don't get screen time. So that's how I kill the first two hours of every morning. I made a chore chart and I'll put it on um, our Facebook page, Cold Coffee Show. But I made this thing that before they can have any screen time, they have to make their beds, brush their hair, brush their teeth. Um, They have to have breakfast, put their dishes in the sink, put their clothes in the hamper, and then they have to do something creative like Legos or an art project, and they have to read for 20 minutes, and they also have to ask if they can help someone in the family. Wow, I like that one. I like the last one. Yeah, so they do all of that. So they have these little laminated sheets I made, and they check it off, and then when they do all of that, they can have screen time, so they get a half an hour to 45 minutes of a TV show or iPad time. So literally, they get up at 7.30. They are not done with all of that and their screen time till like 9.30, 10 o'clock. So it mm-hmm. really has been a lifesaver. And then we go yeah. and do something from like 10 to 1 or 2, and then they play in the rest of the afternoon. So it hasn't been that bad. But I like, I really like that idea. Um, but I just thought it was funny that there was a course for doing chores. So it made me wonder, <laughs> do your kids do chores and do you ha- give them an allowance? Because we're, we're not... So- it's weird because when you said chores, I had in my mind something totally different. Like I thought stuff around the house, like, I don't know, taking out the garbage or like uh, well, uh, emptying the, the dishwasher, stuff like add, that. I forgot to add, I apologize for interrupting. I do the litter box. We have two cats and they have to feed the pets. So that is on there. They have yeah. to clean the litter box, make their beds, feed the pets. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. No, so I'm not as organized as you. We don't have a chore chart. Everything you said in terms of the morning, they do. I just don't call it a, uh, like a chore. They have to 
you know, obvi- I mean, they obviously they eat their breakfast and then they clear the plate and put it in the sink and yeah. then they go upstairs and brush their teeth and get their shit together, you know, and, uh, and that's it. But they're still at school, by the way, they're still going to school at the moment. So like, then we go to school, the only stuff that, I mean, they'll clear the table, they'll help set the table, stuff like that. Um, what else do they do? They feed the dog, not every time, but they do feed the dog. Uh, sometimes they want to do stuff like, uh, do the dishes or cause they love playing with water. Don't they kids? So yeah. like for them, it's actually fun. Yeah. And actually I have to say they do it. Okay. So like, I don't mind <laughs> if, they, if they volunteer to do this, I don't care. And obviously tidying the room. Like, so in the morning they wake up very, very early and their room is a mess by the time I get downstairs. So they know that they can't come down for breakfast until the room is tidy. Oh um, wow. You run a tight ship. I don't make them do yeah. their rooms until after school during the school year. No, I can't stand it because in the afternoon there's like no way that they're going to tidy up you know they come home they run straight outside they want to see the dogs you know and I don't want to be chasing them I'm I'm mean that way because I know in the morning they're hungry they want to eat (laughs) tidy up your room (laughs) otherwise no breakfast which by the way will bring us to our second topic in a minute but my point is maybe I need to start thinking of chores like or in the terms of chores and by the way no we don't do allowance I never got an allowance as a kid by the way so I don't I don't have it like in my mind yeah I I didn't get an allowance either but my kids I find you know I buy them little trinkets here and there like if we uh, like when Emmy broke her arm we go to the, we have these stores here called five below where everything is five dollars or less yeah and they collect these little beanie boo stuffed animals so I let them both get a stuffed animal that was ten dollars or if we go to the movies I'll let them get a candy and rather than buying them those things I thought well I probably spend 20 bucks a month buying them little things here and there why not let them earn a dollar a day for doing all the things they're expected to do and then I buy them less and they learn how to earn money and spend it and save. So that's something Bob and I are contemplating is adding the allowance piece. But what's really interesting is I do these parenting interviews. Those of you who know me, you know that I'm a sports television reporter. I interviewed this football player that's a Hall of Fame player. He's beloved down here in South Florida. His name is Jason Taylor. He was on Dancing with the Stars. And I interviewed him about what his kids do in chores. And he doesn't give his kids an allowance either. He says it's expected of them to take up the trash, make their beds every day. And I thought that was pretty interesting that even these million dollar athletes don't give their kids um, allowances. Yeah, I feel like the same though, I have to say with that type of thing, I I don't want to pay my kids to do these things because I also feel like it's their job to do it. So the one thing like I wouldn't mind paying is for example, if they washed the car and that's just because I'll go somewhere to wash the car. Do you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. like if they, if they clean the car, not that they've ever done that. And my if they have love attempt- it. My kids yeah, love so if it. They, and if they have attempted to do it, it's, it was awful and I still have to go wash the car. But like my point is, if they do something like that, then I won't mind paying because really that's like a big ask from a kid. And like, I don't feel like really it's like their responsibility, but like to clear their plates or to do a little tidy their room or like stuff like that. I don't, I don't feel like they've done anything extra. So there's absolutely no reason to pay for it, you know? Yeah, my kids, my kids clean their bathroom on Saturday. It's expected. They clean the toilets and wash the sinks and do the mirror. But I will give them like a dollar if they wash the windows in the house. They love to wash windows or yeah. they love to wash my car. So I'll let them do that <laughs> when Emmy gets her cast off. But yeah, it's interesting. So I'm, I'm contemplating allowance. All right. So lead us to the next topic. Okay, so I mentioned the whole, like, you're not getting breakfast until you've tidied up your room, which, by the way, normally takes them another kind of like five minutes to do, so it's not like they stay hungry forever, but another topic that came up in the 
uh, Tova Talk this week was, would you send your kids to bed without dinner? And the lady that asked it actually her in her question. I'm going to say her name. Her name was Tammy uh, McFarlane. And I want to give her a shout out because she asked really <laughs> good questions Tammy. in the group. Yeah. She does. And so she asked, Tammy asked, uh, would you send your kid to bed without dinner? And she, the way she phrased it was as a punishment. And I think that's really important because obviously the debate then was like people were debating two different issues. One issue was, would you send your kid to bed without dinner? If they you cooked the meal, they just didn't want to eat it, right? So are you going to then cook something else for them, give them something else, or just say, this is what we've got for dinner, eat it, take it or leave it. But the other issue, which is what she brought up, was as a punishment. So let's say they've done something out of line, and this is their punishment. So what did you have to say about that? I didn't see your comments. Tell me what you said. I did write a comment, and my answer is yes to both of them. I have mm -hmm. no problem with using it as a punishment because one meal isn't going to kill them if they don't eat it. Um, and if you choose as a parent to do that, that's your choice. I'm not going to judge you. I have done it uh, the other way. I have a very precocious, strong-willed child. I don't know where she gets it. Um, <laughs> if you can see the video, I'm pointing at myself. Um, but she'll sometimes, like, if I put like they hate the vegetables I make. So I'll make like Brussels sprouts and butternut squash for Bob and I, and I'll put like one little piece on their plate and then give them green beans that I know they like. And I gave it to her and she took it and threw it across the island and it shattered. And I was like, go to your room. You're done. No dinner. Good night. You're going to starve me. Yeah, I am. Because you just disrespected me. You threw your plate. And you didn't want to eat it because there was she one. She threw the whole, plate? Yeah, the whole plate? Yeah, she slid the whole plate across and... Wow. And um, my arm. But wait, wait, just side that. note, side note, though, you've got to really like the sass. Like I, I personally like I always wanted to just throw a plate on the wall like she did it. That's amazing. You know, yeah. I mean, who, who doesn't want to throw a plate on the wall? You've never had that moment. She is like my uh, yeah. she's a very highly intelligent child and she pushes us to the limits. So, you know, she, that when she's older, she'll probably you guys are going to be so close, right? Like she'll be the one that's like she'll be the one wiping your bum when you're really old. Like <laughs> she's the one that you, said she you was going to put me in a nursing home. Yes. You eat your Brussels sprouts, mother. Do you hear me? <laughs> You'll be throwing the plate at her when she you're 90. She was the one that said she was going to put me in a nursing home. My uncle's in a Aww. nursing home. And I said, Bless her. I said, are you ever going to put me in a nursing home today? And Lila's like, yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I wiped well, your butt as a baby. Uh, you're not going to wipe mine? No. Yeah. Well, she'll, well you know, she's only going to remember the fact that you sent her to bed without dinner. She's not going to remember you wiping your so, butt. This yes, I thing. have no problem sending a child to bed without dinner. How about you? What's your take on that? Yeah, so I said that um, I have, uh, you know, I I personally, like, have no issue with saying, listen, this is what I cooked. You don't like it. Go to bed hungry. Uh, and I have said that. It's never really happened because I feel like they're not stupid. You know, I have one fussy eater. And usually I say to her, listen, just try it. You don't like it after you've tried it? That's fine. But you have to just at least try it. And usually she tries it and she goes, oh, mommy, actually, I like it. You know, <laughs> so she'll eat because she's very stubborn. And I always think like she's saying it just to be annoying. But anyway, so I have no problem with that. The punishment thing I don't really like because um, I, A, don't like using food as punishment. But it's just like I don't like using food as a reward only because... I feel like it just 
it just opens the door to a whole lot of other issues. And again, it could just be a personal thing. It's it's my personal um, experience with that, that food used as a punishment or reward just puts something on food and can sort of like have another effect on you, which I wouldn't like to do. Um, and the other thing is like, I feel like as a parent, I have a, a, like, there are certain things that are like my must responsibility and there are certain things that are like extras. So must responsibilities to feed my kids, you know? must responsibilities to provide a, a roof above their like their 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 heads and to make sure that they get an education these are like things there's probably other things i'm just throwing a couple right so like i feel like are basic and that i need to give them and then any other things are extra like taking them to disneyland and buying ice creams and all those type of things they're not a must like those are extras and we do them when we can and when we want to do them when we can afford them when we you know whatever but if i don't do them so what? Like, it's fine. But do you get what I'm saying? And by the way, I say this as well without any judgment, because it's not like I think if you have done it as a punishment, you're an awful parent. It's totally not what I'm saying. But that's my view on that's it. That's just something you wouldn't do. Here's another yeah. coin flip of this topic. So I, the same precocious daughter I just discussed, some mornings will throw a tantrum about breakfast because there's only cherry yogurt and not strawberry, or the toast yeah. is a tiny bit too brown. And she'll tantrum all morning to the point where we have no time to get ready for school. I have sent her to school without breakfast because mm -hmm. she has tantrum so long. And I'll even say to her, you can grab a zippy Ziploc baggie of cereal to eat in the car if you'd like, but you're starving but I you think, won't make me breakfast. And I'm like, no, but, but I think tantrum, the idea, yeah, but I think the idea of like, that's what I was saying on the group. There's a massive difference between a punishment and like a consequence. So if like your kid is right. has wasted all the time that they had to have breakfast over moaning and moping that they didn't get the right Cheerios that they wanted, that's not even your, it, it's not your, your issue. You didn't do anything. They made a choice to waste the time that was time for breakfast and that's it. And by the way, that goes for everything. So that happens in my house all the time. Again, not necessarily with food, but with other things. Like for example, in the morning after they finish doing their teeth, etc., they usually like have about 15 minutes to play and they like, they play so nicely in the morning. It always makes me laugh. They fight the entire afternoon, but for 15 minutes in the morning, it's like they're the best friends. They play so nicely, but then always like we're rushing because she didn't do her teeth or she didn't get her shoes. So it's always like, but you can't start playing until you've done these things. And then they're moaning about it. And then they run out of time. So like, right. like I didn't do anything. You know, it's your, it's, it's the consequence of your behavior is what made this happen. So I feel like with the food, it's the same in what the scenario that you just described. Yeah. You true. say, I don't want to cook another meal. We don't have a different type of cereal. These are the options. Now you just make your decision and your choice. And if she decides to mope and moan and then you've run out of time for breakfast, then that was her decision. It has nothing to do with you. Isn't you know? parenthood lovely? Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> All right. I have one that wasn't in Tova Talk that I want to ask okay. you. So because this happened just a few minutes ago, I was looking in the mirror and I had sprouted a new gray hair at the top. It was like an inch long and it was sticking straight up. And I've been going back and forth about whether or not I want to continue pulling them because I just want to surrender to the gray hair at this point. But then when it's sticking up as a little antler, <laughs> you know, so I yanked it and I just thought mm -hmm. of it now because I saw it on my, my pants here. I didn't fully get rid of it. So do you pull your gray hairs? Wait, but first of all, do you dye your hair? Do you do like a... Highlights. I do highlights and lowlights, but I'm about right. two inches of growth right now. I, I'm uh, overdue. Okay. So it's weird because I thought 
I thought that I was like Wonder Woman, that I just didn't have any grays. Like, I honestly thought, oh, my God, I'm so special that I'm 42 and I managed to get away without any gray hairs. I really did. Why? Because I always do highlights. And, you know, like some of the highlights are so light that you're kind of like whitish. And I just thought it was the highlights. But now that I have the pink hair and, like, the roots were growing, now I've done my roots so it looks okay. But, like, my roots were growing. Oh, my God, Kristen. Like, I'm full of gray hair. You are? I I do. I have, like, quite a bit. So, yes, I was yanking them the whole time. Now, the thing is, I just want to say, I said to myself at some point, that actually, when the time comes, like not now, but like at some point when it's really a lot of gray, I actually want to really go for it. Like I want to go and embrace the gray. I want to be one of those amazing women that have like loads of hair, but it's all gray and silver. I just think it's so beautiful. Um, but I feel like I'm not there yet, obviously. <laughs> so like at this point, I'm still yanking them out. And I went the other day and I got my... Um, my roots done but is it true that if you yank them they grow more or is that just like when they say if you bite your nails you'll have a nail growing in your tummy (laughs) well that's if you swallow them i think but i you know no it doesn't really happen but it's one of the things that they say to kids right i think it's a wives so it's not true well but my mom's a hairdresser (laughs) and she says if you pull one then two will grow back in its place but she's Mm. also 74 years old and you know spouts the same knowledge that she uh she learned 50 years ago. I don't know. I pull them now. I just don't like them. I just don't like them. I think yeah. they're a sign of age. I need to accept them, but I pull them. Yeah. All right. You had some other good ones. In okay. The, in the so, yeah. I mean, again, there were a lot of topics this week. Um, and when a lady asked about, um, okay, so, and then I found a really cool article I want to read. But anyway, somebody asked, period sex yay or nay and that sparked up a real debate in the group um I and i just want to this one so the question yeah, is, yeah. do you have sex do you would you have sex with your partner during your period and then i came across this uh very interesting article thank you the mirror again <laughs> I found and the, yeah <laughs> uh, hi, um, and the title was period sex blankets are now available to buy for your time of the month, but they are going to cost you a small fortune. So apparently um, they've designed uh, a new type of blanket that I guess is um, is, is basically period-proof. <laughs> it acts like period-proof underwear. Uh, I it's guess underwear like, or is it a blanket that you put on your no, bed? No, it's a blanket that you put in your bed and then like it doesn't... Uh, the period blood doesn't go through the blanket and stain all your bed. <laughs> Can you guys, I wish you guys could see how Kristen is cringing right now. <laughs> okay. Machine washable. Hang on. I'm going to read the small, the, the label now. Machine washable. The blanket will absorb <laughs> leakage of any sort, by the way, any sort. So like if you want to have a soup in bed, <laughs> you know, go for it, right? <laughs> I feel like this blanket would be <laughs> general blanket not just for period there's so many things this could double up as okay and it does not stain just throw it in the wash (laughs) with your whites no not with your whites people not with your whites (laughs) um are you done let's see no wait just one last thing part of the thinking behind the blanket was to have it break the taboo there there is a taboo of period sex 
okay, and that it is totally natural. Um, and that's it. Uh, yeah. So we will share a link to this blanket, <laughs> to this article and blanket on on the. I, I don't. I don't know okay. if you can tell by my reaction. <laughs> what my opinion no. on this topic is. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm cringing in my chair just reading about this. I am not a fan of the blanket or the practice. I, I you know what was uh, you know what was interesting though because yesterday when the topic was brought up in the group and everybody was really kind of like addressing it quite seriously and saying I love it <laughs> like these random topics get like such a serious <laughs> conversation going. So I thought like it would be a clear no or a cl I mean I really did. But then actually it was quite interesting because I don't think it was a clear anything. I actually think, you know, the vote is yet to sort of like people are debating it. Like a lot of people said no, but then the same kind of amount it felt like said yes. So, you know. So here's, so I guess, here's, my, uh, here's yeah. my take. So I've <laughs> shared in this podcast that I have endometriosis, which is a disease. It's a blood disease that affects a woman's cycle, period. And so I always had really horrible, like heavy, heavy, heavy cramps, heavy back pain, like for 10 to 12 days a month. I'm not talking for three days. Like I'm talking for seven to 10 days. I had heavy, heavy bleeding. So yeah. for me, this is not even an option. I would, it yeah. would be just be physically too physically uncomfortable for me. Um, yeah. So for me, I'm just cringing and it's, it's not. Yeah. I mean, I personally am not cringing. Like, it doesn't make me cringe. Um, but then again, like, for me personally, I think, like you, I mean, you know, some days are just too heavy. And I'm pretty sure people don't mean the heavy, heavy days, you know? Although that blanket makes everything possible. <laughs> uh, so heavy days, I would say no, but not because I'm disgusted, just because... On, on the heavy days, like, I don't really feel very sexy in particular. Like, do you know what I mean? Usually when I get my period, I kind of, like, want to punch something and somebody in the face, you know, for, like, a couple of days and <laughs> eat loads of chocolate. So, like, I don't know how, how great I'm going to be, like, in bed. But um, but I think at, towards the end maybe or, you know, then, you know, if I'm, like, I really can, you know, I really can't wait, then maybe – who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I'm a. I mean, listen. I've been in menopause for five years, so this doesn't really affect me anymore. So I don't feel like I can. Um, I don't feel like I can accurately comment on this. Uh, okay, so I want to go to a, um, a a topic that was kind of serious, but I answered mm -hmm. kind of funny. But there's a woman in the group who has three sons. And she said that they were Mexican. I don't know how, what their nationality or, you know, or what their culture has to do with it. But her husband, whenever one of her three boys um, cries, her husband says, stop crying like a girl. And it really bothers her. And how can she get her husband to stop? And is she wrong for thinking that this is bad? So, of course, so many people. I mean, obviously, what's your take on that, Tova? Um, I mean, I don't like that saying at all. Like, I, I, I don't like it at all. Actually, that is one of the things that really annoys me. Like, it gets it gets my back up, you know. Um, the whole cry like a girl, run like a girl, um, all that. Like, I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. Like, I don't like it. Really annoys me. Um, if my husband said that, I would literally beat the shit out of him. Like, I would, I would. I, I would, and I wouldn't smack like a girl either. I'd, I'd, I'd smack him real hard. Like, I would just go for it. Like, there's no way. 
You don't say that. Oh, it really. So this me. was. My... I have nothing. I, I have nothing intelligent to say right no, now. No, I mean there I'm was like, a lot. It really of, does upset me. There were a lot of psychologists that, like, or, or people that had really good psychoanalysis that you know had great responses. But my response to this husband was this: kick your husband in the balls as hard as you can, and when he cries and moans, say stop crying like a girl. And when he gets over <laughs> it, explain that he isn't to say that ever again. And then I asked, was that too harsh? Um, and I said it partially <laughs> in jest, but I was being semi-serious. Like sometimes with people, you have to give them a taste of their own medicine to get them to understand why it's not so good. Do I condone violence? No. Do I mean, do I really want her to do that? No. But I really feel like sometimes you have to look at it from the other point of view. And um, yeah. a lot of these people that bully kids and say things like that were probably, this man was probably said, had heard these things as a child. Someone probably told him, stop crying like a girl. In fact, there's a yeah. book. Um, I, gosh, I wish that there are these series of books that have these little monsters in there. They teach kids lessons like um, All By Myself is the title where the, the child learns how to brush their hair and get dressed by themselves. And in one of these books, they say, and when I feel sad, I hold in my feelings and I don't cry like a girl. And so <gasps> I have banned this series of books from our house because it wow. has that. But they're written probably 50 years ago. Yeah. Right? But it just yeah. shows you how much times have changed. Yeah, but the thing is, it's weird. Times have changed, but then on the other hand, they haven't. Like we were uh, at friends uh, a while ago, and the and the boys were playing soccer in the in the backyard, and it was really I don't know if I told you this, but it was really interesting to watch whenever one of the boys, and these are seven year olds and six year olds and five year olds, would sort of get hurt. So like a ball, you know, hit them in the face or they fell over or whatever. And obviously their instinct was to cry and sort of, you know, be upset. The dad, although very empathetic, right, would sort of their reaction was just so interesting to watch. They would just come up to the kid and go, what, uh, you fell? You fell? Come on, you're a champion. You're a champion. And sort of like lift them up and sort of empower them, like lift them up. And I thought if that was their daughter, who had just got a ball like in her face or fall down, they would have probably reacted so differently. Do you know what I mean? And also as a mom, like I'm thinking we react differently. I think like my instinct would be to sort of uh, hug and maybe check if everything's okay and give them a cuddle and, you know, something, uh, I don't know, something different. I don't know. But they, their reaction was just so, and I thought, I wonder so on the one hand it was it seemed very empowering and effective because they did get back in the game really quick but I wondered is that like how it starts when like little boys don't actually get room to express their vulnerability and when they're in pain like do you know what I mean I don't know yeah, I do and I have actually two thoughts to this um the one thing you said is if it was a little girl would they stop and have a cuddle like I probably would react the same way to a little boy or a girl that got hurt I would say oh are you okay do you need a cuddle but what's interesting is men are different I might we have two daughters and when my daughters get hurt I'm like oh come here and I my instinct is to hug them are you okay I want to make it better what can I do to make you feel better but my husband will say oh guys you're fine you fall all the time shake it off so I wonder if it, A, is a difference between how men react to injuries and how women react to injuries, because I think we, we tend to care for our children very differently. But on the other hand, I just saw there's a TED Talk that's going viral right now where a woman is doing a talk and she's explaining how little girls are taught 
not to climb on the monkey bars and to be careful and to be fearful where little boys are taught, go for it, take Go for it, go for it. So, yeah, and you know like how, and that, by the way, and I saw that as well on that day. So again, the, these friends had a tree in the garden and exactly what you just described. So not a monkey bar, but a tree. And some of the boys were climbing up the tree and I'm a mom of girls, you're a mom of girls, right? So, uh, you know, like I... I mean, I let my kids climb up stuff, actually, even though I cr- I'm cringing on the inside, Kristen, like, really, you know, I, I'm, I want to scream, be careful, oh, don't go so high, like, those, honestly, but I'm literally not doing that, because I just, I, I, I don't want to be that voice to them, it's funny, because Mike then goes, oh, you think it's safe what they're doing, and I'm like, no, I don't, but <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, because, you know, Two weeks ago when the friends were over, that's how they learned how to do it because the son of my friend, just he's like a little monkey, you know, he just climbed up this Wendy house. And I mean, it is okay. They're just sitting on a house, but they obviously can fall off. But anyway, so my point is, you're right. When the girls were climbing the tree, everybody was telling them how they should be careful and not climb so high. But when the boys were climbing the tree, nobody said anything. And I just thought, wow, that's interesting. We teach teach kids to have fear. So you're sending, but you're sending people into the world like that, equipped with with that. So like boys grow into men who think, go for it, go for it, go higher. And girls grow into women. Be careful. Don't go too far. Don't, you know, don't go too high. Think about that. No, it's funny you said that because we just got a new swing set, the one Emmy got hurt on and and broke her arm two days after we got it, right? But it does have these new monkey bars, and it has a monkey bar and a bar, and it's pretty high. And I was teaching Lila, you can pull yourself up. Obviously, I can't do it because of the surgery, but and you can put your arms in swing. And she was like, well, no, I'm scared. I'm like, well, what are you scared of? She's like, I could fall. I'm like, so? Then you get back up. I'm like it's fun to do that. And you swing. I used to do it as a kid. And she's like, really? And so I'm actually trying to teach my kids to do the opposite, to not be fearful, but to get over their fears and to try. And she couldn't get it the first couple of times. And she was really frustrated. I'm like, yeah, the first time you drew, do you think you drew perfectly your artwork? No, it took you hundreds and hundreds of days of practicing. I'm like, everything you want is on the other side of fear. So I teach my kids to go past their limits because, um, I don't want them I don't, I don't ever want them to be, think that there's a limit to their ability. I want them to believe that they can do whatever they put their mind to. Yeah. It's all about your mindset and your positive mindset and thinking, I, I can do this. Not I will do it because will it to yeah. me is in the future, but I can do yeah. it right now. So I'm the opposite. I mean, I do very much baby them when they get hurt. I mean, it's a joke in our house. Like, have you seen that movie, The Big Fat Greek Wedding, where the dad like puts Windex on everything to cure it? Have you seen that? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I saw the movie, but I can't remember. Okay. So there's a dad, and whenever somebody gets hurt, here, put Windex on it. And it's like, you know, everybody rolls their eyes. Well, that's how it is with ice in my house. Like, you could fall oh, yeah, and have yeah, nothing. And we have these boo-boo buddies, and everybody goes and gets the ice. Get her ice. And Bob's, like, rolling his eyes. They don't need ice. And it's just, like, my response to everything. You fell. <laughs> let me get you the ice. <laughs> that's amazing. That's what I do. Oh, I bring them the ice. But I, I very much baby them when they get hurt. But on the other hand, I push them outside of their comfort zone every day. Um, in fact, you know, my I'm still recovering, and I kind of feel like I need a week off away from the kids to just like really get myself back to normal 
And my nanny is actually going to Orlando next week. And she's like, I can drive the girls up to your mom's house and leave them with your mom for a few days. And I'm considering that. And my older one's like, yeah, Amazing. I'll go. But my little one has never slept away from me ever. She's sick. Oh, wow. So I'm trying. I never knew that. I'm trying to push her past. Well, we don't have family here uh, in where yeah. we live. So we don't have like an aunt or an uncle that they would really spend yeah. the night with. So this would be the first time she's without me. So I'm trying to push her outside of her comfort zone and know that it's okay to be without mommy for a couple of days. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see how it goes. We totally got off track there, but I think that was a really I good know. <laughs> I think that was a great discussion. Uh, yeah. Oh, I just like literally flashed my boob at you. Okay. So there's one other topic that was brought up in the Tova talk okay. this week, which again was just so random. I don't even know. Oh, I don't even know where this came from, but, um, and I, I don't know much about it because I, I don't have it in front of me right now. So I'll just tell you from my understanding what it was. Okay. And I hope I'm giving the right information. I'm but gonna, basically I'm somebody posted. search it while you're talking about it. Yeah. So somebody up. posted a picture and an article of this new thing that somebody's invented that basically looks like a cup or like a condom, but cup, but it, like it's made of, I don't know if it's silicon or plastic or what is it exactly. And it is to prevent rape. And basically, you're supposed to wear it inside. So you would put it inside your vagina. And what it is, is that inside it, right, there are razors or something that's sharp as a razor so that if anybody tried to stick their penis inside you, they would basically get cut by this cup and so razors. I, I found it. I'm going to read the okay. paragraph. It's the anti-rape condom you. called Rape Axe features rows of jagged hooks designed to attach to a man's penis during penetration. Once attached, the condom can only be removed by a doctor. Hopefully, when authorities arrest him, it hurts. He cannot pee and walk when it's on. If he tries to remove it, it will clasp even tighter. However, it doesn't break the skin, and there's no danger of fluid exposure. Yeah. So how do we wow. feel about the fact that <laughs> this you know exists? Wait, no, I love that. That was a brilliant side, Kristen, because that said it all, didn't it? I mean, really, it said it all. I don't even I don't even know where to begin. Okay, so on a light note, I loved again reading everybody's comments. So uh, if you are from Tova Talk and you know and you read this post, everybody who commented was, you know, had a lot of interesting things to say. One lady said, "But what if I put it on <laughs> and then I go in a night out, my mates, and I sort of hook up with a guy that I really like, and I forget that it's in there." And that made me laugh because that was like a nice sort of relief after all the very, very heavy comments. And I hated it. Like, I, I just can't believe that this is the world we live in, that in order for uh, women to protect themselves from rape, we have to stick razors up our nunny. I don't understand it. I I also hate the fact that yet again, they have invented something to stick up our ninnies. <laughs> like, I just want people Didn't to get from my vagina. You did a video yes, about that, didn't you? Yes. Yes, I just don't understand how everything is solved by sticking something up your vagina. How is this possible? So, no. What are your thoughts? I really want to know. I guess my I didn't see the posts and I didn't see the discussion in the group. Um, again, I'm a lurker in the Tova Talk group. I just read things. I don't often comment. But um, I, I guess my big question is, when would you feel like you needed to use this device? Like if you knew you were going to be heavily drinking at a party 
Um, like that, that's what my, what's where my yeah. curiosity comes from. I mean, what if you're a, if you're a cocktail waitress working in a bar, is that something you're worried about? I mean, I used to work in a bar. Every time you leave the house that somebody said that. So yeah. So my thought is going to be, Oh, I think I might get right today. So maybe I'll, I'll put my, my condom in. Like, what is this? What does this mean? I don't understand what this means. I mean, I'm curious to know who made it. I'm sure a male came up with it. Right. Because oh. they, you know, rather than actually teaching men not to rape women let's just yeah. make it a device yeah to, you know it's ridiculous it always all the responsibility always falls on us right did the women did the woman ask for it was she dressed inappropriately was she drinking yes. too much did was she, she actually... have a razor up her vagina oh i'm sorry <laughs> you didn't wear your raisin shield today so really come on i mean i just <laughs> you feel can't like really all, i feel like all responsibility for everything always falls on women and this is just another way that women are expected to do something and instead of asking a man not to rape a woman, a woman is now expected to prevent her own rape. I think it's ridiculous. The fact that it even exists is ridiculous. And uh, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Yeah, that this is what it's me too. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so lots of great topics. Lots of great topics. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Wait, I need a drink. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Hang on, but we still have not so news. Okay, so um, I actually found something. Do you have something today? Not so news. Yeah, so I have a I have one that I found very interesting. Um, I, I want to say, I want to preface this article by saying I think that Americans are very boring. Uh, <laughs> in the New York Post, it says nine out of ten Americans agree penny pinching is sexy. Now, Tova asked me what penny pinching means. That means yeah. uh, saving money. The results are in and frugal is officially the new sexy. That's according oh to God. nine out of 10 Americans. A new study of 2,000 people found that 92% of Americans consider frugality to be an attractive quality in a partner. You know, I have to say that frugality is not attractive to me. I would say you being rich would be attractive. <laughs> or having really nice abs or, or a nice, you know, smile like, or, yeah, or being very funny or facial hair. I quite like that. You do? <laughs> kind of like a little stubble. I, I like my stubble. Sometimes, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> what, else, what else do you find attractive in your partner, Tova? Um, the eye area. No, I'm kidding. His ass, of course. No, I don't know. <laughs> but definitely not being frugal. That's really odd. I don't know. Very, very strange. So here, um, and then they have um, some more things in this that people voted for. So I'm going to ask you some of these questions, Tova. This is completely okay. unplanned. I'm improving. I'm going off okay. the chair. Okay. So I, like I want to know: Is this cheap or is this frugal? Cheap means you're cheap. You're you know, whatever frugal means you're good at saving money. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So not leaving a tip at all. Cheap or frugal? Cheap. Of course. Cheap. Reusing tea bags or coffee filters. Cheap. Of course. <laughs> Declining to be a part of rounds at the bar. Cheap. Keeping outdated or worn out electronics that barely work. What? Keeping what? Like outdated electronics, like an old phone that barely works. Why would I keep it? Exactly. They said okay. They say that's frugal. Watch. Yeah, I could get that, but yeah. why would I keep it? Like, exactly. is it working? You, you know, give it to your stuff. kids, okay. and it's a it's a uh, toy okay. for your kids. Uh huh. Okay. Kids, my kids <laughs> use my old BlackBerry wherever they go. It doesn't work. They don't turn it on. Uh, yeah. But they just pretend yeah. like they're texting because I'm doing a horrible job as a parent. 
<laughs> my kids do the same. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right, buying off-brand food products, like the generic brand. Oh, that's fine. Like I, yeah. I do that all the time. Frugal. Yeah, and then the last thing frugal people do is watching movies at home instead of going to the theater. Uh, well, um, yeah, I mean, that's frugal. But, you yeah. know, you go to the cinema like for uh, something else, don't you? To, yeah, just to, to get away of, yeah. and get Yeah, to know, get away and get out and whatever. Yes. I, when I, but I have to admit now, okay, you're going to judge me for this, right? But when I take, you. okay. When I take the kids to like kids cinema, like, I don't know if you do hear kids cinema. So like they'll do like Saturday morning screenings, whatever. So it's still super expensive. Like the, the popcorn is still really expensive. I make it at home. Me too. I do too. I do. I bring it from home. Like I'm so embarrassed that I bring their water and I cut up like apples in a bag. <laughs> I'm like, can't take it out until the lights are off, you know? I mean, it's so expensive for so heaven's sake. Mom, I would never judge you. You're a good mom. You bring apples and water. I bring juice boxes. No, and, and popcorn. I bring, and popcorn. I make microwave popcorn and I bring a big diaper bag and I bring juice boxes. I bring gummies. I bring lollipops. I bring like snack food. I let them binge. And I won't nice. buy like the movie store candy because it's like $20 a box. I go to like the grocery store and get them like a dollar thing. But yeah, no, yeah, I bring everything from home. I'm not buying that stuff. I mean, just the tickets yeah. alone to take three or four people exactly. to the movie is 30 bucks. And you add snacks, you're at $50, $60. Yeah. The normal person can't afford that. That's okay. Not, I'm glad, that's, that's I'm glad that it's not just me. I'm glad that it's not just me. All right. What's your, <laughs> what's your not so news this week? Oh, okay. So this is very random. Again, I just found it. So I don't know much about it. Thank you, the mirror. Um, <laughs> man combines a chicken nugget and donut to create the dough and everyone wants one. Create if you love dough, dough with yeah, I don't know. It's like a half a chicken nugget and half a donut. And it says, if you love donuts and chicken nuggets, <laughs> you're gonna love this. Um, when it comes to food, we've got it all. So basically the picture is outside, it's like a donut, but inside it's chicken. And then there's like toppings of choice. So I think it's icing on the top, but there's also like little flakes of chili. It's all, it's all a bit confusing, to be honest. I don't I understand. We need to send this article to Daniel. <laughs> Daniel the chicken nugget. Oh, yes. He loves this. He loves chicken nice. nuggets. We need to send oh, this to him. I feel like we need to record himself saying chicken nuggets <laughs> just play it on a loop because i love his accent so much yeah accents by the way i find very sexy you know oh, you asked me earlier what i thought one. was attractive we i like a good accent google home we made our google home have a british accent nice and um <laughs> the only problem is whenever i ask her what the temperature is she says it's 34 degrees and i'm like but it's 100 out so i guess she's giving it celsius <laughs> instead of wait do, you, wait do you argue with her though <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's not Celsius, it's Fahrenheit, Google. (laughs) Um, That's awesome. This was a fun show. I've laughed a lot this week. I needed that. Yeah, it was good. Good fun. Thank you so much for everybody. I love it how it's like, oh, yes, thank you so much for listening, you guys. No, but seriously, thank you so much for listening and for subscribing and for everybody who left us a review. Um... Should we ask a question? We haven't asked a question. Well, we ages. have lots of questions. We can ask people if they pull their gray hairs. We can ask them yes. anything about punishment. We'll do a few questions this yes. week. 
And also, if you haven't joined Tova's group, Tova Talk, obviously oh. we found some great topics in there. And thanks to everyone in Tova's Talk for supporting us. And um, don't forget to like our page, Cold Coffee Show. All right, Tova, have a great week. You too. Bye, you guys. Bye, Kristen. Bye.